0: This soil (laughs) brings us riches and blessings. to another episode of Fertile Soil. You know, on all these podcasts, each and every time we create one or talk about a specific place in the world, we're always talking about fertile soil, of course, and how special that soil is and what it's used for and how we found it. But it always comes down to two things. Why, as human beings, we look for a place of fertile soil and what we need out of it. It always comes from a need of course or a luxury. You know as time goes on in the beginning back in early life 99% of the time it was always for need to feed ourselves and to take care of our families well as, time's go- as time has gone on now it is we are looking for places a lot of times for luxury and things that Um, fulfill our lives through fertile soil. Now, today's episode is going to be on a very special place that most people in their lives always dream about going there. It's one of the most beautiful places in the entire world. It is Hawaii. And in Hawaii, we're going to talk about a specific place in Hawaii, Kona, Hawaii. And they have a very special, unique fertile soil there. We're going to talk about its facts about the soil here in a little bit. We're going to talk about the climate, we're in the animal life and other agriculture that grows there. But the one big thing we're going to talk about is the coffee that is grown there and then how all this comes together and how it affects life for people there. Now coffee, believe it or not, came about years and years, hundreds of years ago. At first that say that comes about in Ethiopia where a cat or goat farmer was out watching his goats. And while he was out, he noticed them eating a red bean all the time. And they, he noticed that all of a sudden they were just running around the pasture acting crazy and even wouldn't bed down at night like they normally would. And he watched that over a period of time. And he was noticing that it happened every time they'd eat these red beans. So after a period of time, his curiosity got up. And so he tried it, and the same thing happened to him. He was very energized, and it made him go faster through the day and work harder, just like it does us. So, coffee was born. Well, again, coffee—you know the history of it, how it has gone all over the world, um, even in the United States. I mean, in the world, the economic output in the United States is over two hundred and twenty-five billion per year, with all the jobs that are affected by that which is amazing. Now, coffee originally came to Hawaii in 1813. Well, the best place, Kona, it was brought to later as they looked for the most special place and found it in Kona. It's just a small stretch there, but again, the soil and the climate is very special about that and then all what's really neat about that they say when you arrive in Kona the whole place is intoxicating smell of coffee through the whole area and all this came about all the way back if you look and see who discovered Captain James Cook discovered Hawaii so all this has come down through history the discovery of history how coffee was brought came to be and then how coffee came to Hawaii then We're going to continue here now and talk and go into the details of all the different things in Kona and the facts about it. And you know, as we talk about this, I want to step here again and talk a little bit about how coffee affects all of us and our lives. We may not think about it specifically very often, but how it affects our friendships, our time together, our mornings, our evenings, our work and just relaxation and to get us through the day many different ways. I like to think back, I remember growing up with my mom and dad, they would sit and drink black coffee. They'd have the Folgers coffee out of the cup, out of the can, sometimes instant, and that's all they had was black coffee every morning. My dad would drink several cups of coffee through the day. But as I thought, as I grew up, I thought, man, I don't like that. All I'd ever tried was that. But then, as I grew older, coffee, and I moved to a different part of the country, coffee just became a part of our lives. I watched my friends. They would go to places like Starbucks and all the different coffee places around the the country. And they would have different types of coffees, lattes, cold coffees, uh, frappuccinos, on and on and on. Well, what I learned to like, it, it took a long time for me to acquire the taste for coffee, but now I love it. But what I loved about it was sitting around the table as a family or with my friends and having great discussion. And then I always look forward to wherever I travel around the world with my family or around the country to find a very special place to spend time and try different coffees. It was so special and, and still to this day is special. I love getting up and going to have a cup of coffee with a close friend, sitting across and having a conversation, and just spend time together, quality time, and with your family, same thing. And then for work, I love it for the energy. It gives me energy, gets me through the day. Coffee just affects all of our lives. There's a few people that don't drink it, but over 70% of people in the country drink some type of coffee through the day. Now, again, back to Kona itself, the special place about it. What creates this place is uh, the fertile soil, is the soil itself. And what makes that soil so special It's very porous and minerally enriched volcanic soil, which of course you know you can't get volcanic soil anywhere else except for around volcanoes, and there's not many of those, which makes this a very special place. And then, at the same time, the climate there is amazing. The weather is very, very special, of course, we all know that in Hawaii. And so that creates this special, unique, fertile soil that you can't find anywhere else in the world, and the, the animal life there is very special. It's very diverse. For, for examples, the, the animals that even live in that area are the mongoose, the chameleon lizard, the spinner dolphin. And there's more than 41 species of sharks that live in that area. Just a few facts about around Kona and Hawaii itself. Now, they do grow other things. They have different agricultures there. It's not just coffee. They grow things like macadamia nets, And they have dragon fruit it's kind of neat about dragon fruit the place where i get smoothies here near where i live they had a smoothie made with dragon fruit it was pretty good i'd never had that before so i found it pretty interesting that they grew that there i never even had heard about dragon fruit until i started studying on kona and about it and then had it at my uh, smoothie place. And of course, we all know the main thing grown in Hawaii throughout is pineapple, which there's tons and tons of that. But again, the main thing here in Kona is its coffee. and Kona coffee, there it's very, very, very special. It's one of the most expensive coffees there is, and it has sustained Kona Agriculture, the whole area, for over 200 years, it's carried itself, it is a very special place, Um, like again, it's its own taste, if you'll look it up and try to order it, it can range to up to 50 bucks just for a pound of coffee, which is pretty expensive, but it's its own special, and each farm that is there has its own unique taste. Alone in that area, there's approximately over 650 farms there alone. Now it is the only place in the United States with the perfect combination of heat and moisture to grow coffee. And you know there's not many places like that can can come together with the climate, the heat, the soil. That's why the United States is such a unique place to live even when it comes to coffee we have our own special coffee that no one else has in the world. And specifically the climate there in Kona is found within a band, just a small band that they grow the main coffee. It's just a few hundred yards wide. Think about that. And This stuff goes all over the world. A few hundred yards wide and it stretches down the coast and it's 1500 feet above sea level. So you're looking at or 15,000 feet above sea level so you're looking at um, just a very special place. Then, in the limited location, is what makes Kona coffee very rare and desirable. And again, very expensive for a cup of coffee. So, the people that live there are very unique people in themselves. Again, it's all family farms that's there, and I'm really drawn to that. I grew up on a family farm, I know what it's like to blend and work together. You've always heard a family that works together stays together. I believe that. If we lose our focus on family, things don't work. But a farm just seems to mesh a family. And this place on these coffee farms are very unique. And some of the 650 farms this is pretty amazing, has been around in business for over five generations. When you start thinking about that, couple hundred years old of uh, one farm being there. And those farms are not that big. Most of the coffee farms there are about two to seven acres, which makes each farm's coffee very special. And they'll have their own names, they'll ship it. Kona Coffee special coffee now have its own name. Now these people are very special and this this one fact here tells me a lot about the people. You can't get machinery up on that terrain, like most co- coffee farmers around the world, they got machines that go down the rows, goes to the trees, and pick some trees. Coffee trees can get plum up to uh, 30 feet high, and so they have machines that pick it. But not in Kona, you can't do it. The terrain is too rough, so all the coffee beans have to be must be picked by hand. So you know they're picking each bean by hand. And they know that that bean is at its most perfect time to be picked and made into a cup of coffee. Which, again, when you think about that and you pick up that cup of coffee and you sip it and it's from Kona, you realize that that was picked with a bare hand and made into a cup of coffee. It's not like that anywhere else in the world. So... What comes from that? These people are extremely hardworking and very, very family oriented and it's very important you have to work as a team. Um, It's very labor intensive. They pick all day long and then the early evenings, they process all the beans. So it's day after day after day. And then in the off season, of course, there's maintenance and repairs on these farms. You have a water leak, you gotta repair it. You don't think about that. Every, all the trees have to be pruned. The coffee trees have to be pruned, maintained. You just can't let them just grow out there. It's hours, back, uh, back-breaking work to get these beans to be special so the entire world knows about it and wants this coffee. And there's a reason for this. All this adds up to a very special product And it all comes from what we always say, from fertile soil and how fertile soil affects all of us in our life. We all know in many different ways, but for Kona, coffee, and for Hawaii, this soil is very special and very fertile.